What's up, guys? Welcome to another Thursday podcast. I'm your host, Cass, your numbers girl. Now, if you've ever looked up a personal finance, anything, a book, an article, um, a YouTube video, they usually say just about the same thing. They tell you to invest. They tell you to save your money. They tell you to start a budget. And all of those things are good. But in my opinion, I think the real first step is to get yourself mentally and emotionally prepared for change. Now, maybe, you know, kind of looking confused, but change is something that scares a lot of people. Everyone wants change. Everyone wishes something was different. Everyone wishes they had more money. They had more time to travel. They have this or that. But some people, when they get right on the cusp, right on the edge of whatever their situation is about to change, then they backtrack. It's self-sabotage. It's a defense mechanism that we really need to get rid of because, I mean, is I mean, it's good for some situations, but when things are when it becomes the difference between your success and whatever you want to do and your failure, then it needs to go away. Look at history. Look at your own personal life. Anytime there was something changing, there's an uprising, there's a a war fighting for, do I want to stay the same or do I want this thing to change and it could make my life better or make whatever situation better? Why do we sabotage ourselves? Is is it just because we are afraid of what may happen, even though we could assess the whole situation and say, okay, well, this will happen for the better. And even if it doesn't happen for the better, then what's worse than where I am now? But you choose to stay in your current situation. For example, budgeting in your own personal finance journey. Take budgeting. It it takes nothing to go research a budget plan that fits your life. It takes nothing to get a pen or pencil. It takes nothing to look over all your debts and and uh, assets and things like that. So why is it so hard for people to budget? Budgeting can only make your situation better because it, at the very least, puts an open uh, view to your financial situation. If you if you find discrepancies or if you find subscriptions that you can fix those. But why is it that it becomes so hard for people to budget something so simple is so hard to do at you research you get print out the paper the budget sheet or or use excel for a budget sheet 
get a pen and pencil and start writing. At that very moment, if you stop or if you can't even start to budget, then you're not mentally or emotionally prepared to do anything else. Investing is can be a very emotional thing to do. You can't just say, throw a dart at a company and say, okay, I'll invest in that and then leave it alone. You should be hands-on whether you have a broker or not. So that's why I think the first step is to be mentally and emotionally prepared for change. Because at some point, you're going to self-sabotage yourself if you're not aware that you're even afraid of, of change. And that's not just for financial situations. That's for everyday life, for your career, for your relationship. A lot of people are in situationships because they don't want to make it official because they're scared of change. What if when once we say we're together, this person changes or that person changes? There's always going to be a what if. Either it makes the thing better or makes it stay the same. I mean, that's not really a lose-lose, win-lose situation. It's a win-win. And just simply stating that you're in a more serious monogamous relationship makes it change for the worse. Then that makes it better for you because... You didn't need to be with that person. You're stifling yourself. You're self-sabotaging yourself for your potential white and, you know, um, knight in shining armor or your potential queen to come into your life because you're choosing to stay in this bad relationship or stagnant relationship, which is just as bad as being in a bad relationship is simple we're gonna take a break after the commercial and i'll be back welcome back guys i hope you got something from that first segment called change and it was just talking about how we self-sabotage ourselves sometimes when it comes to being right at the edge of a change that could better our situations in our lives i think we do it because Everyone knows that the road to success can be long and hard. It can. It's not a guarantee that it will be long and hard, especially if you have used the resources that you have in your city, your state, or, you know, wherever you are. But I think just the idea of the fact that this change is going to shake up my whole reality, whether I like my reality now or not, And I'm not ready for losing friends or I'm not ready for my relationship status to end and be single or I'm not ready for possibly having more money than I've ever had in my life so far. I think that thought alone allows us to be okay with a stagnant situation or a not so good financial situation. It's up to you to take the time 
before you start your personal journal, or even if you've started already, if nothing has been working, then you need to go back to the real square one, which is getting yourself mentally and emotionally prepared for change so that you won't self-sabotage yourself. This new segment that we're in, we're going to talk about building businesses or LLCs specifically for your children. I think it's a noble idea to want to leave a legacy for your child and and possibly leave money for your child that they can use in their future endeavors. It may be more than you've had growing up or it may um you may have been taught by your parents how to leave a legacy. Either way, it's a noble idea. I love it. I want to leave a legacy for my child. I want her to have more money and not really need to struggle as much as I did or as much as my mom did or, you know, or anything. Now, the problem I see with that is nobody saying what actually entails getting an LLC in general, whether it be for your children or yourself, it it doesn't matter. In general, LLCs come with a lot of things that a lot of people aren't others they're just saying oh open an LLC for your child well how are you gonna bring money in for that LLC so that your child can have something who's paying the taxes are you keeping up with what the paperwork are you keeping up with everything you need to to have for that LLC now Getting an LLC in general in your child's name um, is easy. It's, it's, it's paperwork, I mean, and money paid. But once you get that LLC, you as a parent, since you've taken that step, you as a parent need to figure out, okay, what are we going to do to bring money into this LLC? Are we just going to treat it like an allowance type situation and just put it in there and never touch it and gift it to child? Or are you going to actually create a business, a viable business and move it over, transfer it over to that child when he or she gets of adult age? Whichever choice you make is up to you. But you have to do the work as a parent and as a parent, if you aren't taking the steps for your financial independence, how can you gift your child financial independence? That's, that's just like trying to get water from a dry desert. You have nothing for yourself. You want to give something to your child, but nothing from nothing is nothing. Right. You have to get financially stable. You have to get savvy with business lingo and get the knowledge so that you can pass that down, because it's not just uh, wanting to give money. It's also giving knowledge. Anything in the wrong hands. Can be bad. I mean, I think we've watched enough 
suspense TV shows and suspense movies. And we've all heard the saying that this one object in the wrong hands can be a disaster. It's the same thing with trying to give your child wealth when you have nothing and and trying to give your child wealth when you haven't given them the knowledge. You did all that work and they don't have the knowledge to keep it going forward and it's just going to be all for naught. So I, you know, just be careful if you, I, like I said, the idea to want to give your child something is noble, but if you don't take the time as a parent to research or, or gain the knowledge yourself, then it's, it's just not going to work. So once again, be mentally and emotionally ready for change. And if you want to gift your children what you didn't have growing up, then you yourself needs to get the knowledge and information so that you can pass it down to them. That was my Thursday podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please follow my page, um, IG at numbers underscore girl one. That's again at numbers underscore girl one. Facebook group, Numbers Girl, Personal Finance. Um, I'll be putting information in there, like free courses. So please join my group on Facebook. And I hope that you have a wonderful Thursday.